0: Much better. TV tonight. Yeah. TV tonight. TV
1: tonight. Yeah. TV
0: tonight. All right. I was trying something new. Uh, <laughs> what's up, guys? My name is Terrell Norton. We're back for another exciting motherfucking episode of Binge. Again, still not canceled. I'm I'm still surprised by this that we're still not canceled. I am still waiting. Every time my phone rings, I'm like, here we go. This is this is the cancel talk. This is, "Hey, you got to stop pissing people off." To which I will respond, "No." Anyway, uh, I've actually been looking forward to today's guest. Uh, As soon as I thought of the idea for this podcast, I thought, who are my friends who are equally as into television, movies, character development, directors, the whole nine, man, and this guy immediately came to mind, motherfucking Quinn Blakely. What's up, dude? Hey, how you doing? Uh, That's a
1: loaded question. (laughs) I actually just got fired. Great. Awesome. (laughs) Join the club, man. Join the club of people who are... Either partially or not employed during this time of yes. life.
0: Oh, yeah. And what a great time to not be employed. Oh, yes. Because as we all know, the world's doing so well the right now. The world's doing great. We and are just peak humanity right now.
1: <laughs> I had a job. I had two jobs at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. And now I have one job that I do much less. Oh, wow. So, uh, and uh, You know what? I'm fine with that because I don't have to be out there with all those sick motherfuckers.
0: Oh, my God. And not only that, like, you have the sick people, which is already an issue. They have entire dystopian novels dedicated to sick motherfuckers. Exactly. Then you have the people who don't even believe that there are sick motherfuckers. (laughs) I'm like, that's an entirely different section of novella. You know what I mean? Like, holy shit. But... We have to get to this because we have a lot to say about this show that we're talking about today. And for those of you out there who don't even know the show, we'll go ahead and take a moment of silence for you. And we're done because fuck you. All right. poor people who don't know this show. (laughs) This show is called Danger 5. I know you're like, wait. Did you forget some words in that? In nope, a, no, title. that is the title. Mm-hmm. Danger five. Now, Quinn, if you would, can you give us a little bit of a breakdown as far as just just a synopsis of said show? I'm going to just say two words. OK. Kill Hitler. Kill Hitler. That is a recurring theme. That definitely. is that is
1: the <laughs> whole plot of this show. Kill Hitler. It is.
0: Uh, it is a great fucking show. I, I mentioned I haven't seen it in years. Mm hmm. And I was going to kind of cram for the, for this episode. I was going to go in last night, watch every episode again, just to make sure, be professional. But as I've said, we all know that kid who crammed for the
1: test and never seemed to pass. So and, I didn't want to be that guy. I think also that this show is, uh, there, there's, there's so many things that I feel like if you watch it, Once, like you said, there's bits that will just stick in your head
0: forever, forever. They're never going to because the first thing that I talked about when we got in here is that I go, hey, uh, real quick, this was the show where they're shooting people through the phone, right? Because that is something I think about. Once a week yeah. I think Something like that There, and it, Just to keep everyone Abreast Yeah I know words uh, <laughs> to Keep everyone abreast To what sort of show We're talking about If you haven't seen it Again fuck you Get your life together We say that a lot On this show For yeah. someone that doesn't Have his life together I tell a lot of people To get their shit together uh, But if you haven't seen the show, it is an Adult Swim show, and that oh, right it, there it's explains... Actually, qu-
1: it's not Adult Swim, it's actually Australian. I think it was... Well, no, but for us... Yeah, it was on it was, Adult Swim, I See, think. you nitpicky fuck. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's Australian. You're like, I don't want to offend the Aussies, you know what I mean? The the only reason I say that is because the only part of the show that I have not seen... Yeah is the radio program version of the show. There is a radio version of the show that that played on the Australian public radio.
0: Wow. Yeah. Which is definitely on par with the entire show. Oh, yeah. Because the entire uh, aesthetic and everything like that is very much that this show was made in, like, the 60s. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, I fucking love it. It's amazing. (laughs) And uh, this is not a statement you'll ever hear. I love the Hitler character. Like it's very (laughs) he. (laughs) The guy is just so fucking dry and like it's it's incredible. And their boss is like an eagle-headed. Yeah, you heard that right, ladies. An eagle-headed like bureaucrat that sends them on their missions and has a very very American voice. Yes. Yes.
1: Hello, I'm Danger Five. Danger Five. I'm Colonel Chessbridge chest
0: bridge i was like i know his name is awesome Mm -hmm. and i can't remember it but there is at one point there is just to give you an idea of how the storylines go there is at one point an entire storyline where they try and stop the creation of golden weapons for the nazis Mm -hmm. who are in japan
1: yes (laughs) every episode it's very like uh episodic in nature because it's a show but but there's, there's not very much of an overarching no theme because every episode is, hey, here's a place that Danger 5 has to go to fight the Nazis. Hitler's going to be there, so stop the Nazis and kill Hitler. And
0: kill Hitler.
1: And every time they can't kill Hitler because he keeps jumping out of the same window, <laughs> they have this shot. He he'll run At the end of every episode, he'll run towards the window and jump, and they have the same shot of like the window and him crashing through it and flying oh, perfect. out of it. Every episode in the first season that So it's happens. essentially
0: the Fresh Prince Jazzy Jeff repeat. <laughs> that's Yeah. Every time Jazzy Jeff walks in wearing that fucking shirt, you're like, let me guess, he gets thrown out? Yeah, because you <laughs> kept the same fucking footage of him getting thrown out, and that's just what you used from yeah. then on. Mm-hmm. But as far as Danger 5, what would be your probably favorite storyline arc that they did for an episode?
1: Well, and, and th- this brings me to my first issue with saying that danger five is my favorite show because it is really two shows well i mean that's fair the first season is is all like uh uh, sort of a parody of 1960s 1970s war films like the kind that you would see like like the dirty dozen or um and for those
0: of you that thought i was kidding no that like the aesthetic of the entire show including production and things
1: is Straight out of the 60s. Exactly. And it, and it captures it so perfectly. And then for season two, mm-hmm. they... I didn't even know there was a, there season, a two. season two. There is a season two. Fantastic. It's set after World War Two, after they've killed Hitler, in the 80s. And the entire <gasps> aesthetic is an 80s action movie. No. And it's fucking awesome. So I would have of to say... Of all the
0: aesthetics in the world, 80s action movie is yeah. just... It's a very precise thing. Ooh, okay. I gotta watch this. <laughs> so, uh, of season one, I'd say my no. No, th- what I'm saying is we're done here. Like, oh, we're, uh, yeah, we're done. We're, we're all we're done. done. I'm, I'm done. done recording. <laughs> of
1: season one, though, I like the episode with the Nazi dinosaurs. See, I was gonna
0: wait and bring that because I was like, "Well, do I? Does he bring it up? Oh, do I bring it up? I because say go full na- steam yeah. about the
1: Nazi dinosaurs. <laughs> it's fucking Nazi dinosaurs, man.
0: <laughs> no, as soon as I just cause. You, okay, back in the day, uh, for those of you youngsters out there, back in the day, what we used to do was what was called watch cable. <laughs> and so I would be sitting there it'd be late at night. And of course, it's me. So I'm stoned to shit. Mm. And at the time, probably a little drunk. And, uh, you know, I, I was just kind of sitting there flipping through channels. And I'm pretty sure it was uh, – what was his – the eagle uh, – what was his name again? Oh,
1: Colonel Chessbridge.
0: Ch- Chessbridge is on screen, and I stopped because I was like, go on. <laughs> and then I sat there, and apparently it was a marathon of Danger 5. And, of course, it was late night adult swim. You mm. remember when they tried to do that thing where we don't have to edit shit if it's late at night? Right, yeah. It was during that time. Yeah. And so, like, the commercials were saying, fuck. Like, mm. and, and I was like, I don't know what's uh, – I feel like I've smoked myself into another dimension and I'm here for it. Like,
1: yeah, (laughs) it, it, the, the whole show has this sort of feeling that when, when you watch it, you're kind of like, is this really a thing from the sixties? Right. Because it really looks like something from the sixties, but I don't know if it It even has
0: like at certain points, it even has like some, uh, audio like warping and things like that. And you're just like, Okay, either they used shitty equipment or someone went back and took perfectly good audio and said, no, 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 this is for the aesthetic, bitch, and just goes, like, it's fantastic. It really is. The commitment to this show is incredible.
1: I I think one of the other things that really drew me to this show, because I've discovered this show when I was maybe... A junior in high school. Yeah. Which I think was the perfect time. How much younger are you than me? I was born in 1998. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine.
0: Oh. <laughs> That's okay. I was born in 1988, but that's fine. That's fine. And don't get me wrong, I'm still going to get fucking comments from people (laughs) older than me being like, "Uh, I even remember the That's the voice they're going to have because they're old fucks. I even remember 1988. I was growing Maui Waui. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of, I actually cropped out my first marijuana grow
1: great yeah see you're doing fine I'm doing
0: great fuck that you you
1: deserve to tell everyone to go get their shit together fuck yourselves and get
0: your lives together and Mm -hmm. watch Danger 5 Mm -hmm. although at this point I have said that about some other shows that I'm like it's okay if you didn't watch that (laughs) (laughs) but like as far as uh with Danger 5 you might be sitting there in your in your listening chair being like hey Terrell Quinn who's in this episodic amazing adventure Ah. and we could tell you but you wouldn't know who the fuck the we're talking about. The answer is
1: no one you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and even in the trailer for the show, because I had to look that up just mm-hmm. to make sure I was remembering correctly what show that we we're going to talk about. Yeah. So I watched the trailer, and even in introducing the uh, cast and everything, it goes, and some... Uh, what was it? Oh, fuck. How did he word it? Because it, it was such a fuck you. Like, if you watch this trailer and you're in this show, you're like, oh, fucking... You piece of shit! It was like, and some people you've never heard of before <laughs> are, and then it introduces all of them. I was like, what a great way to do it! Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna put my hair up. It keeps getting in my eyes. Keep talking, Quinn.
1: So, uh, uh, this show is is part of like a long line of weird things that I discovered in high school that. Up to that point I didn't like know you own could
0: sexuality? even sexuality much like my own
1: sexuality <laughs> were confusing at first but eventually became real cool. And it was a lot like the way you take your cereal, half of this, <laughs> half, half of this, of that. half of that. <laughs> um so at, at, in high school I was watching a lot of like sitcom oh my oh god t- fucking damn <laughs> my it my hair tie broke. This is it.
0: This is the last oh. thing.
1: This day this can't is get my any falling worse. down
0: moment. This is my, this is my, I'm not getting breakfast after 1030 and I'm using an automatic weapon. That's how we're doing this now. Okay. I'll put my headphones back on because now I can't put my hair up and I'm angry. <laughs> Okay, sorry.
1: Go ahead. Um, so up to this point, I've been watching a lot of like sitcoms, and right, you know,
0: it, it, you and Landry kind of bonded over. You were equally as into Seinfeld, is that right?
1: Yes, uh, uh, I discovered Seinfeld late, probably around. My sophomore year of high school. Okay. Well, Well, and also,
0: as as per usual with this podcast, since Landry was mentioned, we have to go ahead and say it. Fuck you, Landry. Fuck you, Landry. Fucking Landry. And you know, you more than most of my guests know the just the the the, in the the fire in the (sighs) belly that comes with fuck you, Landry. Because I
1: love the guy. I really yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. Like, it's <laughs> Without him, a lot of things in Tulsa comedy would not be possible. Absolutely. We wouldn't even have this podcast. No, you wouldn't have all. your podcast. I wouldn't have my podcast. And, and I, wouldn't, so. I wouldn't have been on a podcast. The first podcast I was ever on was Landry's podcast. Uh, the so. first one I
0: was ever on was Opinions Like A-Holes with Ola uh, Zampino and Hilton Price, which we did a crossover episode oh, on this wow. podcast. And we did The Office
1: Oh, great. And
0: it was, oh, it was so good. I had so much fun. And that actually was like the fourth time that I've been on uh, Opinions Like A-Holes. It's one of my favorites. And uh, never been on any of Landry's uh, podcasts, which I take personally, considering he was the first guest on this one, you (laughs) fucking piece of shit.
1: This was back in the day when he actually had guests on his podcast and (laughs) and wasn't just like, oh, okay, I don't want to deal with new people all the time. I'm just going to (laughs) talk. And don't get me wrong, he has a lot to talk about. No, he's got a lot to talk about and he's
0: good at it. He's good at talking about stuff, but he's no Danger 5. And...
1: I, I think we should reiterate fuck you Landry. fuck
0: you landry he won't ever hear it he doesn't listen to these like he's just you'd like, be
1: surprised everyone <laughs> every once in a while i'll get a message after i release an episode of my podcast and be like hey i like your episode and i was like "Q uh. <laughs> cue panic <laughs>
0: it's like whenever you're trying to do your job and the boss walks in you're like i, exactly I know that. how to do this so well but whenever you tell me that you're watching me, I'm going to break something. Like, <laughs> I actually messaged because the computer was kind of fucking up whenever I got here. I told you about it when yeah. you got it. And uh, <laughs> I messaged him. I go, why the fuck is in this computer? But I worded it nicer. Yeah. And he was just kind of like, oh, I have no idea. Here's a solution or whatever. And then he goes, sorry, boo. That's all I really have uh, in ways of fixing that problem right now. But I'll go ahead and take care of it. And I go, fuck you. Uh. Like it was. <laughs> So for anyone out there that's like, wow, they really dig into this Landry guy. Trust me oh, when I say, he likes it. He loves this. He likes shit. it. We were gonna actually. He, we were full on having serious discussions of the T-shirt being "fuck you, Landry," <laughs> and he was like, "I decided not to make them." And I go, "Why?" He goes, "People would buy them for the wrong reasons." <laughs> but okay, I digress. Uh, but Danger Five, I will say, is something that I truly feel. It's kind of a mandatory watch sort of show, yeah. if for no other reason than to know that that's not your preferred type of comedy.
1: It's and and I I I've shown this to people. There yeah. there were there were when it was on Netflix because it was briefly on Netflix, very briefly. If very, I remember correctly. very briefly, and it was maybe for six months. And I would yeah. sh- be like, hey, you get over here. I'd be like, people <laughs> on the street, come over here. Look at my phone. Watch this show. <laughs> I showed I it to as many of Andy people. Show. Like that was- <laughs> <laughs> I showed it to as many people as I possibly could because yeah. it was so new and so weird, and 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 not just because it's you know you, there's not a lot of shows on television that are comedically about killing Hitler, right? <laughs> but that that there every, should definitely be more. There should be more, and I mean, here's the thing. There are not enough shows about killing Nazis on television there right aren't. now, there and aren't. that's and I blame that for the rise oh of Nazis did you in America. Watch Hunters, oh God, yeah, so God, fucking yeah. good. It was nuts. It okay. was nuts. I, that is
0: okay. Normally we deal in spoilers and whatnot, but for that show we we no. go ahead and won't do that just mm-hmm. in case you haven't seen it. But Quinn, the ending of that first yeah. season, mm-hmm. wow, wow. You talk about did not see that coming, yeah. You couldn't have even mm-hmm. predicted that if, like, hey, here's what this show is about. Yeah. Oh. it's
1: Oh, boy.
0: And Al Pacino. Come Al- on.
1: Al Pacino's really d- dug into this this new persona yeah. where he is angry old man who does, right. who, p- who picks crazy projects. Oh, and I love it because we have got
0: fucking gold out of him on this yeah. one. Because you got Al Pacino, award-winning actor. Yeah. Italian. He's in some of the greatest films in canon. Yeah, Jew. You know, like, <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I don't. It really was like when someone told me he was in this and who he was playing. I go, mm. I, I don't have, I got nothing. I go, I, why would they cast him in that? <laughs> like, what? There's pl- okay. You're telling me that you couldn't find. An old angry Jewish man in Hollywood to play this part? You had to go over to fucking little Italy and grab Al Pacino? I love the <laughs> idea that he still lives in Little Italy. Yeah. <laughs> in my head, that's how the world works. Like he's still rocking a wife beater, <laughs> like hanging out of his window going, Well, what do you need? I, I can play a Jew. Here we go. <laughs> the
1: the big jump for Al Pacino from like dog day afternoon yeah one of the greatest movies ever made easily best performances of all time jump to the hunters where you're like i don't even know if this should be allowed on television i don't know <laughs> if this is okay
0: because <laughs> i mean obviously if they're talking about nazis and 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 a lot of the the characters are jewish and things like that some of the dialogue Gets a little dicey. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, and I will say like, Danger Ooh. 5 stays away from that.
0: Oh, pretty. With expert. Yeah. Like, like cat, like, okay, but before we get off of Hunter's, yeah. I want to bring up one actor because he is one of my favorites, but I have to look him up real quick because I can't remember his last name. Is it you
1: talking about the senator? No, I'm talking okay. about Saul... Saul Rubinick. Saul Rubinick. Yeah, okay, he was in Warehouse you. 13. Thank you. I, I, love, that I love that show. I love was, that show. I love that show. I just saw him on an episode of, uh uh God, the the show about the town that's full of scientists and there's the show uh, Eureka? Eureka. Yeah, well, because they yeah. had the
0: Warehouse 13 crossover with that. Well,
1: I saw an early episode where he played a character that wasn't his character oh, from Warehouse 13. that's funny. Yeah.
0: I'm sure message boards had a fucking field day with that. Crazy. But Saul Rubinick is fucking incredible just as an actor but in this show holy shit again we won't deal in spoilers but
1: oh wow yeah wow powerful this guy the crazy thing about the show hunters is that it is such a like a grindhouse b-movie topic oh yeah like subject and it and it goes all the way they nailed it yeah but they cast these actors that are really deep deep thinkers and 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 who is that kid the main oh uh uh gosh he was percy jackson
0: yeah yeah we'll we'll just call him the kid that played percy jackson was
1: his name like logan or something
0: some fucking new age white kid name yeah
1: he's amazing (laughs) and he has so many so many like there's a there's a dance sequence at the end of the season and they
0: somehow did it without it being (laughs) cheesy like
1: i think it was appropriately cheesy it
0: didn't go but i think that's what i mean is that it's like you know there's an appropriate level and then there's cardiac arrest cheesy you (laughs) know what i mean like that's but with, with Danger Five as well, they, they walk that line mm-hmm. so well also because oh, yeah. not once in this show were you like, This is cheesy. It's like it's yeah. its own version of campy, but it yes. never crosses over into cheesy.
1: That that's something that I wanted to talk about because they're clearly Danger Five is clearly taking from the uh uh uh, uh Zucker Brothers school of comedy. Yeah, absolutely. They they do a lot of really great Uh, not just like jokes but also like sight gags and oh yeah and physical comedy and it's also one of those shows that if you watch it a second third
0: time you're still gonna notice these little things that you didn't notice the first time exactly and you're like oh well thank you frankie foreshadowing that's pretty (laughs) fucking good
1: that's funny um one of of my favorite things about danger five is their use of miniatures Oh yeah, because it's not done anymore. Because no. it is very. It's Everyone very immediately located.
0: goes CGI. Here we go. We're going yeah. into the CGI route. But because of how they wanted to film this and the the, right. the aesthetic they wanted to use, the the use of miniatures you you notice it the first, and you just start laughing. Yeah, because you're like, well done, and well fucking done.
1: It's not even always used for a joke, but it's still fun. Like there's there's this in the, in the beginning of season two, they. They start. Um, they do like an opening shot where it's yeah. like London, England, and they show like a uh, uh, Big Ben, and it's only for a second, and it's a miniature. And there's a part of me that's like, you spent so much time you had a and designer money. and, and money. Like, paid really? money to do one second of a shot of of a tiny big ben and maybe there's like a little taxi cab can we also in front talk about
0: the juxtaposition of a miniature of big ben <laughs> i feel like yeah that in itself is just
1: like comedy gold The whole first episode is, like, the Eiffel Tower, uh, Statue of Liberty, the Sphinx, uh, all these, like, giant monuments done in miniature. I would also say,
0: too, that, like, I would even go so far as to say that Danger 5 nailed the campy use of, like, a camera on something miniature better than Team America. Oh, yeah. Because Team America, they were, like, they kind of went for the same thing, but I think Danger 5 did a better job of it.
1: Whenever I watched Danger Five, immediate because I watched it on uh, Netflix, and I would like I was like I gotta learn more, and so I googled it, and almost immediately my algorithm was full of Team America bullshit. Right? Don't get me wrong, Team America has a time and a place. It's really it's it's a it's a project that I think needed to be done. Right.
0: I still love the idea of just Trey Parker and Matt Stone just kind of sitting around one day and they're like, hey, what do we do now? <laughs> let's make a cartoon. A cartoon? Yeah, but like offensive. Like, let's, let's piss a lot of people off with a fucking cartoon. And then from there... Everyone jumped on that bandwagon, yeah. you know, without mm-hmm. South Park. There is no family guy. You know, there yeah. is no what granted. The Simpsons came out first, but they Simpsons weren't is going a different for, ball game. though. It is because they weren't going for the offensive mm-hmm. angle until it became cool to offend everyone. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, when when Simpsons started to realize that they weren't the top dog anymore. That's when I think it went downhill. Oh, you know? yeah. Those but of first... course, it's
0: the Simpsons. So it'll be around forever and yeah. ever and ever and ever. Oh, so. God.
1: I, I actually There there was a part of me the other day that was like We take it so for granted That oh, yeah. Simpsons is just going to be around forever oh,
0: oh Matt Groening will have to die before, Yeah And even then Disney's like we ain't losing money on this <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind Prop his ass up we're doing Weekend at Bernie's Let's go <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Disney uh, Do you have the Disney Plus Yeah I do uh, For the record Bad Batch Wow. Oh I haven't seen wow. it yet Wow you, you watch the Clone Wars, right? Oh yeah. Dude. Bad Batch is so much better. Okay. So much better. <laughs> wow. It's like going from the prequels to the new ones. Like you have your okay. your issues or whatever, but in the reality you're like, oh my god, are they done fucking talking? <laughs> like this is awesome. <laughs> like, uh I watched it last night and at one point my girlfriend just looks over and goes, Are you crying? <laughs> I was like, Honey, you don't understand what this is doing to Star Wars fans. This is we've wanted this for so long. Right, yeah. Like, and uh but it is it's spot on. Mm-hmm. In the first episode, there is it's an hour long, first of uh-huh. all. Yeah. And so it's the first episode. There is a plot, there is a double cross, there is General Tarkin's there. That fucking oh, wow. load of human garbage. Did they did they CGI him again? No, no, it's in the same style as Clone. Oh, Wars okay. Too. Okay. So it's animated. Woo! Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> But no, as soon as he was on screen, like my <laughs> girlfriend's, my girlfriend's just humoring me and just watching it. You know, she yeah. was like, at one point, she even admitted, she's like, "This is kind of your thing," and I was like, right, "I'm yeah. fine with that," I, and I appreciate you just sitting here and being cool with mm-hmm. this. But as soon as he was on screen, I go, "Tarkin, I could have, I should have <laughs> known your stench anywhere." I was just like, "You fucking piece of shit!" And it takes place right at, like, right as General Kenobi has killed. Uh, uh Oh, no. I forgot his name. It's, it's essentially right at the end of episode three. General Grievous? Grievous. There yeah. we go. Yeah. So Kenobi's just killed Grievous in the middle, like in the beginning part of the episode. Yeah. So that's the timeline that we're dealing mm-hmm. with is whenever they're executing Order 66. Okay. So that's a part of the first episode. Okay. So whatever... Executive Ooh. Order sixty six is a part of your first episode. You can go nowhere but up from here. But yeah, anyway, yeah. we were talking about Matt Groening and everything. That's why. Sorry, I got I, it's Star Wars. I have to. <laughs> uh, but what Disney Plus has been doing lately is Maggie is going on these tiny adventures. There's okay. no dialogue. There's no nothing. It's just Maggie's like, you know, she's sucking of on. Course her bucket. Doing, of course, they're doing. Of course, they're
1: milking that cash got cow. To.
0: And you know what? It's working. Like it's. <laughs> hold on. Wait. Oh, yeah. Uh, Crack
1: open that cold one, motherfucker. (laughs) It's a sprite. So,
0: (laughs) but the one we watched after Bad Batch was I was kind of looking through and it said uh, something about Maggie, like a long journey home. And it's a preview of Maggie. It's like the it's like the prequels episode one where Anakin was standing in front of the rock (laughs) and the shadow was Darth Vader. You know what I mean? They did the thing with fucking Maggie like that, and I go, Well, we have to watch this now. It's okay. three minutes long. <laughs> three fucking minutes. And it's Marge dropping Maggie off at daycare, mm-hmm. and the daycare is it's essentially how many Star Wars jokes can we fit into this in three fucking minutes?
1: Okay, okay.
0: Definitely worth the watch, because it's only three fucking
1: minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> but like wh- I think I have just enough time. <laughs> yeah, I think I got this. <laughs> oh my god it's dragging
0: on man but all that to say you should watch that uh (laughs) we kind of rabbit trail on this one so as far as with danger five though not a lot of star wars references no no no.
1: (laughs) i think canonically the show is made in like the 70s because they have they have like advertisements and products that all feel very like 1970 there's a yeah. there's an ad for cigarettes there's an ad for <laughs> like uh uh paperweights yep and and it's like this all feels like shit that you'd see like on again their commitment the 80s, to that aesthetic is 70s, so yeah. fucking good and in the second season they have like the 80s 80s advertisements, 80s advertisements. Oh. they have like there, there's there's a whole episode. oddly enough still cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> they they have a there's an episode that's like a Power Rangers esque episode oh, with like cool. with like guys in cardboard boxes looking hey, like. Hey, uh, speaking
0: of the 80s and what people were obsessed with yes. in the 80s, who's your favorite serial killer?
1: Are you kidding me? Yeah. Ed Kemper. I mean, look at me. Look oh, at that is fair. Look <laughs> at who I am. As soon as Mindhunter was on television, my sister, my sister texted me and was like, I'm watching you on television right now. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And then she what said project got picked up. <laughs> she, she like had the two pictures side by side of me and that motherfucker from yep. Mindhunter. And I was like, God, we damn it. did uh,
0: Mindhunter two episodes ago with Joe. My side. Great show. Oh my God! Not a lot of people realize this. Ed Kemper is still alive. Yeah, he's still around. He's in prison. Yeah, like obviously still in prison. Like he's going to remain there. Oh yeah, but I think, I think he wants to
1: at this point. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think he's because cool and, with it.
0: and we were talking about that like he that guy portrays Ed Kemper so mm-hmm. well. Like just the the way that he speaks and everything. He actually did. Oh, sorry, that sprite got right to me, <laughs> straight to my head. <laughs> uh, he did an interview where they were like. How do you prepare for a role like that? And at first he was just talking about the actual mechanics of it. He goes, "Well, first I make sure to enunciate <laughs> quite and they were just kind of like, um, he goes, "And then essentially what I do is trying to get in his mindset. I've listened to all of his tapes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever listened to Ed Kemper's tapes." Oh, tape. yes. Wow.
1: It's nuts because it's he's crazy. so nonchalant about yeah. it. Yeah. He's I mean, he's the nicest serial killer ever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now, for those of you who are not twisted and are
0: comedians and are into serial killers, Ed Kemper started his rampage by just driving around and staring at women. Then slowly but surely this morphed into he picked up women, kept them in his car for a little while, then let them go. They had no idea what he was planning because he was just giving them a ride or something like that.
1: He... Smart, smart. If, he listen, did some run throughs. Like, If if I was going to be a serial killer, I'd follow that model. You know, I
0: he, I mean, <laughs> it was a good model. It was. Yeah. Ed Kemper was one of those serial killers that the only reason he got caught was because he wanted to. Be yeah, caught. he turned himself in. He turned himself in. Otherwise, and no one believed him. No, at first he had to confess multiple times. Yeah. To murder. Yeah. <laughs> like had names and locations. Yeah. And, like, how many pieces they were in and things like that. Now, the reason that Ed Kemper is so prolific as a serial killer, in my mind, is because how did he end this spree? Oh, yeah. The overbearing mother that started it all. Very
1: psycho-esque. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: He beheaded said mother mm. through her vocal cords in the garbage disposal, then fucked said mother's head. Because she gave him shit constantly about if you weren't around, I'd be laid more.
1: Yeah, it's weird to be like this guy's such a nice guy, (laughs) but if you look at like the tapes, he's very congenial. He's like, oh, he's he's bordering on polite. Yeah, he's like, oh, hey, here's how you catch serial killers. Here's how serial killers think, and I just want to help you out. Yeah, he's and and to his credit, after he killed his mom, he was like, yeah, I'm done. I think I'm gonna go to prison. I think I've done
0: my thing. And uh, and and don't get me wrong, we are not condoning serial killers. No, 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 but. It is one of those things that is super interesting. So we yeah. have to get into it a little bit. <laughs> uh, but by the way, uh, these days, my favorite is Ramirez, The Night nice oh, Stalker.
1: Oh, I've got a story for you. Let's hear it. I used to work at Hertz Donuts. I've told this story on a different podcast. And there was a woman who was working at Hertz Donuts, an old woman uh-huh. who said, I, I've got a story to tell you. It's a fun story. And I was like. Cool. Great. And of course, awesome. you always yeah. kind of
0: half listen on those because yeah. you're like, all right, great. Awesome, Greta. Like, and- let's... <laughs> Is this is another one about the smell of polydent because I'm not into it.
1: <laughs> she, and she's like, I used to live in Los Angeles in the in the in back in the day. And I was at a party one time and I saw this guy across the room and he was staring at me and I was gonna go and fuck him, but then my girlfriend was like, Hey, don't fuck that guy. He's a rapist. And that guy was Richard Ramirez. What? And I was like, What the fuck? What the fuck? How can you
0: bury the lead like that? <laughs> This is now the story you tell when
1: you introduce yourself. Yes, exactly. I was at... Hello, I, I'm i so-and-so. Right. I was almost killed by Ramirez. <laughs> what? Now you're
0: interesting, and I want to know all of your stories. I was at uh, a local watering hole back when I used to mm-hmm. drink, Yeah. and we were hanging out and everything, and I had this shirt. It's from one of my favorite musical acts, Amigo the Devil, right? Mm-hmm. He has multiple songs about serial killers. He's is, he is also obsessed with serial killers. Right. So I'm wearing this shirt, and it has multiple serial killers names on it. And then at the bottom, it says, and Amigo the Devil. You know, mm-hmm. Very fun shirt. Right, I yeah. love wearing it. And so one of the names on it is Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes. This guy is in the bar with me, and he goes, oh, I got a story for you. Again, <laughs> they lead with that every yeah, time. They're oh, like, yeah. I got a story for you. I'm like, well, I'm fucking here for it, so let's yeah. let's do that. And he goes, so uh, I'm a gay man. And I go, okay, I don't like where this is going. But but he pointed at Dahmer, so I go, okay, I have to pay attention. Please stop hitting on me. So he goes, I'm in this bar in, uh, I think he said Chicago. Mm -hmm. He's hanging out, and there's this guy that seems to be at the bar at the same time I am every time. Good-looking guy, you know, glasses, you know. And I go, "Oh." oh, no. Oh no. oh, no. I was like, did you get away and the police returned you? Because that <laughs> happened. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, by the way, let's go ahead and take this little time to say, never trust the police. Just don't do oh, it. Oh, never. Don't trust the fucking police, never. people. That's that's just 101 shit. My daughter's four and I'm already teaching her this. So he's sitting there never. and he goes, uh, this guy, you know, and, and I thought, all right, I've seen him like four or five times now. Let's chat him up. He starts chatting up Jeffrey fucking Dahmer, right? Dahmer's not interested. You know what I mean? Turns, oh, he's well another that's, guy. That's
1: a, that's a big, like, kick in the ball. Yeah. But <laughs> he like, goes, I'm not hot enough, Jeffrey. Dude,
0: he straight up was just like, and I, I took that personally. Like, it bothered me for weeks until I saw him on the news two weeks later.
1: This was at the end
0: of his <laughs> fucking spree. Like, he had, like, he was down to, like, he knew the exacts of how he was killing people and everything right, yeah. like that. This guy would have been... On the list of victims of Jeffrey Dahmer. This
1: this is one of the guys they pull out of his freezer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, he goes, my dick would have been in this guy's freezer. And I'm like, that's not a euphemism I'm familiar with, but okay. Uh, But there's so many stories like that, and it drives me crazy. But the reason that Ramirez is my favorite is just because of his brutality. But not only that, he crossed all the lines. All of them. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about societal lines of like, well, yeah, he's a murderer. He crossed that line. (laughs) No, 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 no. In the study of serial killers, they rarely go across gender lines. They rarely go across age lines, location. He went across all of those lines. Yeah. And the only reason they had anything to book him for all of these things was because of the shoes he wore.
1: Yeah. Come on, man. That's fucking great. Didn't didn't at the end, like... It was just like a mob of people chasing him down the street.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, they recognize him. <laughs> That's like a him. serial
1: killer's worst nightmare. Oh, is yeah. Like, oh, God. Everyone's chasing yeah, me now. You know,
0: for, for uh, let's call it a vocation. For a vocation that thrives on celebrity status. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They love yeah. getting caught. They love when their name goes out there. Yeah. It real you really hope that your work is done beforehand like
1: <laughs> you really hope the public figures out who you are after you're in custody after and not the when thing. they're like beating you in
0: the street. Yeah. I know who you are. As he's getting curb stomped like <laughs> they beat the shit out of yeah. him too. Uh but oh what were- danger five. <laughs> uh, I <it> was <laughs> I, I can't help it. I love serial killers. I really oh, yeah. do. And it's just, it's one of those, uh, whenever Joe, my side was on, we talked about how we're not obsessed with the act necessarily. We're mm-hmm. obsessed with the psychology.
1: Oh, cause they're, they're, they're characters, you know, Absolutely. they're, they're weird. They're interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's why like, uh, uh, okay. Whenever I saw once upon a time in Hollywood, yeah, I oh, so was good. so stoked to finally see like a real portrayal of charles manson and it wasn't in there it was like 10 seconds (laughs) that was like ah shit man
0: that last last chunk of that movie is worth literally the entirety of that movie
1: i i think it's his best film ever Brad honestly. Pitt or Tarantino? Tarantino, honestly. Ooh, and and for me, it's, you, we might get an email about that. <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> for me, it's that. Well, before that, my favorite film was Jackie Brown mm. because it feels and and wow, we have very different things <laughs> that we look for in a Tarantino film. It, like that's like, it, here's the thing. I love ta- I love the violence. I love the gore, but I also like when Tarantino's like, hey, you know, this time I'm gonna, you know do something a bit more mature something a bit more thinky you know and, and let me get this straight i'm just just clarifying you're telling me
0: that to you jackie brown is not the lesser action movie of the tarantino saga no 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 no
1: it's the more mature it's the more mature one yes. how
0: dare you <laughs> Like Jackie Brown is in... It. I I I've, I've talked to many uh, Tarantino file is what yeah. I like to call them yeah uh, and
1: and Jackie Brown doesn't even place half the time Come you know on, what I mean it's great you got Michael Keaton you've got Samuel oh, Jackson no. on
0: paper yeah My, did you just say Michael Keaton
1: yeah is it Michael Keaton in that
0: no Hold are you on. saying are you
1: meaning Harvey Keitel no 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 the Batman you're yes, talking about Michael the Keaton. Batman
0: is in Jackie Brown.
1: Michael, Keaton, Jackie... Hold on. I can't type today. Jackie <laughs> Brown. Is he in it? Uh, oh. Let me find... Let you, me you
0: excited a burp out of me. I don't enjoy yes, this. there we go. Michael Keaton he and Jackie is Brown. He's in he, it. He's
1: the FBI agent. I
0: completely... That's, yeah. That should
1: tell you mm-hmm. how fucked that
0: movie is. Yeah. The
1: Batman was in it. I actually think <laughs> that there's another... An uh, adaptation of an elmore leonard novel because it's from a it's a novel right and, and isn't that the guy who wrote
0: justified as well yes okay elmore okay. leonard's amazing
1: he but really is there's another adaptation of an elmore leonard novel with the same fbi agent in it and michael keaton reprises his role not a tarantino movie not really not but related because he
0: played him in the other movie he, he goes, came back I to do it to. again yeah man i I'm sorry, but Michael Keaton does not get enough credit. He's amazing. Like, people he's are like, amazing. oh, come on, he's the Batman. No, he's Michael Keaton. He's Michael Keaton. And yeah. he is
1: fucking fantastic, you garbage people. I, I will say, when I saw the shitty RoboCop remake, oh. which was terrible, which was terrible.
0: Okay, I'm glad you made sure that caveat was. Michael Keaton fuck. was
1: the best part of that movie. I, Easily. I, I was watching it, and I, the whole time I was like on my phone, every time Michael Keaton would come on, I would just like slowly become enraptured by his speech and talking he's amazing you
0: cannot help even in the other guys oh he's so good he's like a fucking anchor for the whole movie he's making tlc references he's working at bed bath and beyond he has a bisexual son
1: (laughs) i love his fucking part he's so good He he holds all of those. All right, characters we have a serial rapist in, in this
0: particular. Area. All right. Oh, sorry, that's for my other job. Just disregard that. Well, not if you live in that area. Don't disregard that. Travel in pairs. Uh, <laughs> he's fucking incredible. I I read somewhere that like because he was in the that Spider-Man movie. Yes, right?
1: he was the Vulture.
0: Yeah. So good. He's amazing. So good. Mm-hmm. And that movie had one of the best twists of any in the oh, Marvel yeah. universe. Oh, yeah. W- involving him. Yeah. So fucking good. But apparently I read somewhere that he would be in fight scenes <laughs> with Tom Holland. And while he would be close with his head, he'd
1: whisper, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> of course he would. Of because course he Michael would. Michael fucking Keaton, man. Yeah. Oh, God. You
0: know who, what he would be great in? Danger 5.
1: He would. The, and he would fit right in. Oh, yeah. The, the, uh, to take it back to Danger 5, one of the things that I think makes... I already did that, <laughs>
0: I already did that. Did, did you not get that? I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I worked really hard for that segue. That was...
1: <laughs> and I just ran right over it. Just... Oh, who texted me?
0: We're very professional on this podcast. We're
1: so professional. So fucking
0: professional and speaking of podcasts, by the way, uh, Quinn, you have your own podcast. Well, I not do. just you. It's uh, Bradley McPherson me, as well. Me
1: and Bradley McPherson do the Friday Night Death Slot, which is a, a similar to your show. A show where we talk I about... I did not <laughs>
0: rip off your show. I would like to go ahead and, and throw that that's out fine, there. That's fine. That's I, fine. Also, I, don't I really care. love whenever another podcast host is on my show because we're very friendly. <laughs> but you can every once in a while feel... The, the competitiveness that we have towards oh, each yeah. other. That oh, it's like, yeah. It's it's really funny, too, because we're all just kind of like, I, I genuinely wish nothing but good things for your podcast. <laughs> but also, if, I, if your podcast gets 9,999 listens, I'm going for 10,000 every fucking time. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, and so every, it's every Friday and you guys uh, sort discuss, of, uh, well, yeah, <laughs>
1: we've been, we've been off for a little while, um, because we're working on a separate project. Fair uh, enough.
0: <laughs> is it, it's the same project I'm involved in. Yes, yes? it yeah, is. It's a uh, terrible people. Yeah. Um, we talked about it in the first episode of you this did? podcast because uh. it was Landry.
1: Well, it's it's going re- We – I'm not sure if you know, but we filmed some of it the other day, and it was so goddamn funny, <laughs> so goddamn hilarious.
0: Well, and I'm uh, – for those of you out there in the listening land who are either really like, oh, I did remember you saying something about it on the first episode, but you haven't really talked about it. Mm-hmm. That's because – hold on. I have another one coming. <sighs> okay. Uh, I, it's Sprite, man. I don't drink soda anymore, <laughs> so it's just like every time I'm here, there's a fridge in the studio, and I'm like – I'm going to be bad, uh, but I'm on the writing staff of said show. I'm also in the cast of said mm. show, uh, and you are as well. You play a character named Derek, who yes. is possibly one of my favorite characters, <laughs> not even just on the show, just ever, because he's he's just, oh, my God, I can't even get into it. Chaos. He's just fucking chaos incarnate. He really is. Mm. And uh, But it's really funny because you know I told you I ran into Landry and we were talking or whatever, and, uh, of course had to talk about the show Landry doesn't come yeah. to the meetings because he's like nope I've done my thing I'm not coming to your fucking meetings like you guys are gonna shoot down my ideas and I'm gonna be mad and I was like fair enough but like so we were sitting there and uh, at one point I go who'd have thought that the three people that show up to literally every writers meeting is me Dan Fritchie and Matt <laughs> Sloan like those are the <laughs> everyone else is like I have other shit going on and I'm like I have other shit too but I want to write more shit for this like <laughs> But yeah, we're both working on the same project right now, mm-hmm. Terrible People. Um, you know, this comes out next week. Yeah. We we'll record we record on Thursdays, and so next week is when your episode will air. And so obviously it won't have aired yet. So keep an eye out for Terrible People. Keep an people. eye out
1: for Terrible People. And, coming uh, coming sometime in 2022. <laughs> Maybe. Or
0: five or 28 <laughs> or who fucking knows who knows we're in a weird limbo right now but we're still gonna make the motherfucker so yeah. mm-hmm. but uh with friday night death Lot, though essentially you guys go over uh a movie every week right
1: yes we and, and the difference between like our podcast and other movie podcasts is we tend to uh, uh like if you listen to like i, I, I don't know professional movie podcasts oftentimes right. it's about movies that people have seen right we, we tend to go for the more obscure options
0: oh yeah the episode that i did with you guys we did the 13th warrior with yeah. antonio banderas mm-hmm. which to me to this day i stand i will die on this hill that it is one of the most underrated movies a movie that i own it's so good yeah it is so good and and if you're out there and you're like ah, that movie sucks you're a piece of shit and your opinion is decided by critics like it's, i'm sorry but that's just how we're going with this shit it's based on a book written by michael crichton like how can you go wrong the
1: man is a great writer how how could you possibly go wrong and then they it's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what the people in jurassic park said
0: <laughs> i know what you're thinking who wrote jurassic park
1: michael michael Christ crichton Christ! <laughs>
0: The same guy who wrote... Nope, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. If you want to hear that podcast, it's on the exact same app as ours. Friday Night Death Slot episode is with Terrell Norton, 13th Warrior. It's over Zoom because it was during the whole everyone's sick thing. Yeah. But you should listen to
1: it. anyway. I I think that the Zoom... uh, We've had issues with Zoom podcasts in the past. Um, not, i'm not did you do your 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 podcast came after this that is all? yeah this has yeah. never been
0: over zoom i have a guest that i want to have on but he lives in austin and oh well that, so he might have yeah. to do it over zoom but at the same time i have fantastic internet at my house right yeah so i'm just kind of like oh, we might be able to do this <laughs> like it's one guy on zoom not all three of us yeah and uh you know but whatever anyway With this podcast, uh, we did not rip off Friday Night Death Slot because, (laughs) A, we talk about shows, and, B, it's very loose format, to say the least. (laughs) Last week with Mike Williams, we were supposed to talk about Better Call Saul, and I'm pretty sure within, I think the the episode runs something like an hour and 50 minutes long, right? I think of that, there's 20 minutes of Better Call Saul. The rest is him, like, Telling the story of finding out that he was adopted <laughs> of him, like talking about his his music projects and things like that. And and we haven't talked to each other in a while. So it was like, uh, that was really all we, would, we really talked about. Yeah. But it was really funny because he was like, oh, man, you know, I, I wanted to go back and watch it again because I know we're mainly going to be talking about the show. And I go, dude, this is a very loose format show. And the show thing is just so I can have a podcast and have my friends come on and talk to me and I can share basically so I can share like, Hey, these are people that I know. Enjoy them with me. Won't you? Like right, it's, yeah. that's essentially my podcast.
1: I will say that my, wait,
0: who's calling me from Boise, Ida. Let's put him on speaker.
1: Oh, do it. Hello. You're on the air.
0: Hello. Well, we're recording a podcast right now. I went ahead and put you on speaker so that all these people can hear you as well. How are you? Okay. Sorry about that. We'll take your number off our list. Absolutely. Bye. Thank you. Bye. That was the most polite shit ever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wonder, like, the I'm looking at the audio levels and everything. I wonder if anyone could even hear that. I... Uh,
1: I bet that the scam the scammer who put together that robotic voice was <laughs> was like heard you say podcast and all these people and he was like ah, shit shit <laughs> shit what do I do what do we do
0: panic <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 even, I think even funnier is that my my brain went a completely different way with that that I was like she's probably gonna be sitting in a bar sometime and be like what was that guy's name he said he was on a podcast <laughs> but uh, but anyway all this to say. Danger five. Pretty Danger five. fucking funny.
1: It's really funny.
0: It's definitely a different type of comedy because yeah. like it's very I don't even know how to really word it. It's it's campy without being campy.
1: Yes. It it revels in weirdness and absurdity. We like a good revel. Yeah. <laughs> and and it does that without uh, uh, losing any of the plot, you know. I, I okay. I've got the wording.
0: It revels in absurdity without being absurd. Exactly. Yes. It, it's very strange because mid episode, it is a it's it is, it's an absurd show, obviously. But yeah. you're still into it, like you're watching it, going, "Well, then, what happens next?" Yeah. Like it's weird how well yeah. they they just walk this line, like it's and uh, and I, the characters themselves have these archetypes from the oh, old yeah. 60s like television shows there's the the womanizer there's the 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 sexual female character and everything yeah. like that so if you're one of those people that you're offended by literally everything this is probably not the show for you because i mean at some points they make the jokes of like you know ah she's a slut that's whatever you know slut shaming a little bit that's fine
1: but there in the first episode there's there's Uh, literally a reference to, like, all these old, like you the she bitch of the Nazi yeah. <laughs> SS, like movies like that from the sixties that oh, they yeah. did that were like basically porn, like exploitative porn. They, they have like ex- references with storylines. They have, they have like references to all sorts of like old stuff like that. That I, I remember in one episode, uh, Benito Mussolini shows up and he's, <laughs> and he's played by a child and it's and he and they put a bald cap on a child and they had him dubbed by an old Italian man. He's like, <laughs> Uh, blah, 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 blah. But it's a child. Is it Al Pacino? It, it's not Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> He's Jewish now. Like
0: that's <laughs> I swear to God I <laughs> call back. I love Danger Five so much. I just I have to make sure to get that out there. And when yeah. I say things like uh, they slut shame, it's kinda of, it's okay. What I'm saying is is that in this particular show, the way that they go about things. Yeah. You if you're offended by anything in the show, you were looking to be offended
1: and and because they handle it so well. Yeah, I I will say that there are so a a while back Uh um, Netflix released this animated spy television show, not unlike the show Archer.
0: If you're familiar, I am familiar with Archer. I love Archer and I'm offended that they would.
1: I. Oh, my God. I remember this. now. Yes. And it was Australian. And he was like he was a blonde guy, wasn't he? I believe so. But my point is that I watched like a couple episodes of that show. Yeah. And it was super racist. Like really? all, all of the like Is Asian characters no longer
0: even available on Netflix. Yeah, I guarantee
1: all of the Asian characters were clearly like voiced by white people wow. doing like they may as well have been like pulling their eyes back and and talking into a microphone. I really it's appreciate insane. that you didn't actually pull your eyes. No, back. No, your fingers went. I went up, I, I went up to and do then it. just put right by your eyes, but yeah. didn't pull. Yeah. I really appreciated that. Yeah.
0: Like, that was, I just wanted you all to know. That Quinn was not doing anything racist. Like I really feel like that's <laughs> important. Like
1: <laughs> my my point is is that I feel like in terms of programming that Australia has a different standard than we do. Oh, absolutely. And I found it very interesting that while Danger Five comes dangerously close,
0: nah.
1: yeah, uh, did uh, that, that. to to tackling those topics, they yeah. do. I'll, I'll give you a great example, which is What's that it? there's an episode in which. Uh, uh the, the pilots American pilots start getting kidnapped by the Japanese okay. and brainwashed into becoming pilots for the Japanese but there's a part of that is that they get like a Japanese haircut and they like do, close their they like squint their eyes oh, no. and it's like okay these are white people though right that are just being brainwashed to be Japanese <laughs> and there's an element of like this is racist but they're not japanese and also this is like playing off of like the stereotypes that were right. around in the in the 60s well, because
0: if they're going for that aesthetic they kind of have to stay in that vein a little bit and, but
1: they're doing it in such a way where you're like oh this is this is not okay and i right. think they know it and i think they want us to look at this and be like oh that's weird well and too there's something to be said
0: about the commentary of television and movies and all the way up to the 90s early 2000s where we were getting away with a lot of yeah. offensive Oof. shit Oof. there were like there's full-on movies that are rated pg from the 80s where they're dropping n-bombs oh, like yeah. nobody's business oh, and you're like what is that pg my daughter's in the room yeah. you fucking assholes <laughs> like and i was watching and i think i think the movie came out and i'm trying to remember what movie it was But the movie came out in like 08 or something Mm -hmm. like that. And they just casually dropped the the F word that that we don't say on this podcast. Not fuck. We say the shit out of that. Yeah. The other other one. And if you don't know which one I'm talking about, again, Mm -hmm. what a privileged life you lead. (laughs) I've been called that word so many times. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Midwest and I dress the way I do. I was
1: in the Boy Scouts. So I I was that was leveled at me a couple times.
0: (laughs) But like the the casual nature that we used to just offend large groups of people
1: yeah just just to be funny not and... even just to
0: be funny sometimes it was just dialogue that it was like was that really necessary yeah. like did you necessarily need to call him that like there are a litany of other insults that are out there like I've, this I've, doesn't even carry the story
1: have you seen the original cabin fever recently the Eli Roth not movie?
0: recently but I remember <sighs> it having some serious Ooh. issues
1: they say, like, the R-word and the F-word. Wow. It is insane.
0: Now, here's my issue with the R-word. Yeah. Yes. Every single time someone gets offended by that word, ask them why. Because every single time, it seems less that they're offended by the word and more offended that they're in a situation that it should offend them.
1: I I, I feel like there are people that feel that way. I, uh, uh, At least
0: in my... You know, partic- I, I obviously haven't done like a family feud
1: survey Of
0: a hundred people Of the most offensive words or anything But I do remember at one point A buddy of mine using that word I obviously have no problem With the word just because I grew up in the time that I did When we were kids that didn't mean anything Other than well that's retarded Like why would you say that like that's dumb And you moved on it didn't mean Anything really and then later People were like hey by the way That's super offensive. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, we're going to change our rhetoric. Here we go. But I had to know. This girl was super offended and I had to know. I go, why are you offended by that? Her wording to this day is burned in my brain because she goes, my cousin's a huge one. Oh, my God. I was like, what? Oh,
1: my God. How are you more offensive than the word he just used? What the fuck, man? (laughs) It, it's, it's. I cannot. I think about that once a week. <laughs> like I swear to God. I mean, it, it's 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 a difference of the time and a difference of the place and a difference Absolutely. of the usage. Like when I was growing up, that word was definitely used to hurt a lot of people that I knew. It
0: definitely, but at the
1: same time,
0: it was kind of like that is the reasoning that it got to where it is now, yeah. not the way that most of us were using it in the way of like you know uh, uh, who is oh Segura. Tom Segura has that bit where he was like, we lost the word retarded. Never thought we'd lose that one. Or no, he said that about midget. But he, at one point he goes, uh, he said, oh, I never thought we'd lose the word retarded. You know, it never meant anything like that. It was more like when your buddy's like, well, we could go to, to my house and then we'll come back here and get and get your stuff. And, and then and then we'll go back to my house. That's retarded. Why the fuck would we do all of that? That's stupid. Like that was all the way that we meant it. We didn't mean it like in any way, shape or form of like any." class of person or any group of people it was just that's retarded why the fuck would we do that that's dumb but once you're actually told like no no when you use that it actually offends these groups of people and you're like oh well all right and i think that's the (laughs) difference is that it's like as soon as you're told hey this offends people if you still use it you're a fucking asshole
1: yeah that's that that's that's where we we've come to a point in America where as soon as people there's a there's a certain class of people group Mm -hmm. of people who once they figure out that a word is offensive they're like all right time to start using that word because I don't care about people at all (laughs) if you don't look like me you don't talk like me then go fuck yourself (laughs) Trump 2020 (laughs) oh
0: my god Please know that he's saying that sarcastically, and we do not ever and will never back Trump for literally anything. Never, never, never. I hope he dies tomorrow. Anyway. so (laughs)
1: Jesus. (laughs) I got to get out of (laughs) here. I've genuinely said to people, I'm like, Secret Service is about to raid this place. Nope,
0: because he's already too busy being on trial for shit that he knew he shouldn't have done. So fuck that piece of human garbage. Anyway. So but the thing with with me is that like, you know, you've got the guys like Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz, you know, these comedians, they have a lot of, you know, people that listen to their podcasts and really, you know, but in reality, they should not be as famous as they are because they're kind of fucking pieces of shit. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, they're not. Come on. You just don't get it because you're part of that PC culture. I'm like, "Uh, you mean culture? Come on, man. Every single culture has words you're not allowed to use phrases that are going to get you into a fight yeah and you willingly use that that is called entitlement you cunt face exactly like you can't fucking sit there and insult people's entire culture and then be like ah you're all just fucking pussies it's like (laughs) no like joey diaz full-on had a story about how back in the day at comedy store when he used to host a mic If a female comic wanted to go up, he'd tell them that they had to blow him in order to get on stage. Jesus. And he's laughing the whole time he's telling this. And Joe Rogan's like, ah, (laughs) I'm like, do you not hear your fucking self right now?
1: I'm, I'm pretty much done with Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah.
0: Like. Every, every, hey, I, every I time be he's like, him if he was still funny, but you know, every, every time he's like,
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Joe Rogan bullshit, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm here with fucking Ben Shapiro talking yeah. about how much he hates everybody. Joe and-
0: Rogan's show should be called white guy playing devil's advocate yeah. because that's all hello. Oh good. We're getting another phone call, but it's on the call. office phone. Hold on. I'm going to shut this fucking door. <laughs> oh God. The cord's not long enough. Oh, it is, but it's wrapped on something. I'm coming, Elizabeth! <laughs> that was a Sanford and Son reference. Anyway. Oh, it's wrapped around my chair. I'm the dumbest boy in school. Okay. <laughs> but, like, Joe Rogan is 100%. Every guest that he has on is always...
1: It's either, like, oh, I'm a celebrity and I'm slumming it. And I've it. snapped. <laughs> yeah. Or,
0: in Dan Aykroyd's case, i fucking snapped. Because that, it's a three hour podcast. First of all, if you're sitting down to listen to a three hour podcast, you Mm. already have fuck all to do. Exactly. (laughs) Like, come on, man. But then the Dan Aykroyd episode is three hours of them talking about aliens. Yeah. I'm like. Tell the Blues Brothers joke, man. Fuck you. Like,
1: no, that's not Dane Ackwood's nope. scene anymore. Dane Ackroyd's like, I'm done being funny. I'm into <laughs> being crazy. I'm into aliens and vodka now. I'm committed to being the craziest motherfucker in the world. And he nailed it.
0: He fucking nailed it. Like, How do you go from being in movies with a guy like John Belushi, who was into punk rock, getting wasted, and doing drugs, yeah. to... Oh, well, crystals cool. So what we do is we take our vodka and we, and we run it across these crystals. <laughs> now, we did some tests and come to find out the people loved it after the crystals. And that's because it's enchanted by aliens. No, it's because it filtered it, you fucking idiot. Wow. Oh, man. But all that to say. Danger 5. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's a really good show. It's
0: so good. But I think what we, the reason we got on that whole topic is because Danger 5 does have some elements that if you wanted to, you could be offended by it, sure. It, but they walk
1: that line really well. It's, it's a show that I feel like is more conscious of being offensive than other shows right. might be. Because there's a lot of shows where people are like, oh, that's offensive. And someone's like, oh, I don't really give a shit. It's funny. Yeah. Whereas Danger 5, I think, twists... It, it bends over backwards to make sure that it is finding the most weird way to be funny, rather yeah. than the cheapest way to be funny.
0: Oh, absolutely! And that's the thing with me is that it's like any kind of edge lord. We've mm-hmm. we've bit both been open mics and and you know met the guys oh, that it's like God. I have an idea for a script. It's like let me guess, you are going to be overtly <laughs> offensive for no other reason than you're just not funny. Yeah. Like, If you have to be offensive, I'm sorry. I'm standing by this. You're not funny. Yeah, You're not a funny dude. You're not a funny comedian. You're not a funny writer, whatever the fuck it is. If you have to be offensive to get that reaction, it's because you're not fucking funny. And some names come to mind. We (laughs) won't say them.
1: Not going to say them. But I feel like... Yeah, I know. You know know these names.
0: I know the names. Yeah. And some of them are outright fucking crazy. Not like, oh my god, that's crazy. No, like, you should be in an institution yeah. like wow and they try so hard the
1: the the issue that i always have when going to open mics is that i'll show up in an open mic and i'll be like oh hey there here's everyone i know and we're we're having a good time and yep. it's great and then it's like hey coming to the stage now is and then they'll say a name i've never heard before and i'll yep. go okay i'm opening my mind to this and what really sucks and is they you're step excited. Up on stage and they're like rape joke rape joke rape joke and yeah. i'm like oh joke, rake jesus, jesus n and you're like what you're just like, oh happened? my god please no
0: i may i may, like it was really funny because uh you know obviously a lot of us haven't done full-on stand-up comedy in a while, you know, which means we can't really write new bits because you can't really test those out to see if they're funny. And so I did a Black Lives Matter bit where I used Black Lives Matter and then referenced the fact that my first name is obnoxiously confused constantly for a black person and made that little connection. You know what I mean? That's right. I somehow took my name and Black Lives Matter, made a joke, and didn't offend anyone. (laughs) And I worked really hard to make sure that I didn't offend anyone. That's what I think is the real issue. There is a they're not funny, but b do the fucking work, man. Yeah,
1: like that's like all don't you fucking have to do just get up there, do and, a like, couple rewrites until you you can filter. Much like crystal skull vodka, <laughs> you can filter out all of the alien bones or that's whatever. Right, is you got you gotta run your jokes over some crystals. People love it, but. I back in the did you? uh, I assume you used to go to the comedy parlor back in the day. I got started right at the ass
0: end of comedy parlor. I went to a few shows there and watched mm -hmm. you guys, but it was just kind of. And that was around the time Laura was still trying to talk me into it. She goes, "I think you'd be really good at this." Come to find out, that bitch was right, and I'm very (laughs) angry about that. But uh, I remember being there at one point, and the vibe that was in that room, I still think about.
1: Oh, it's a it was a great vibe. There were times when I would go to open mics there, mm-hmm. and there would be homeless people coming in off the street yep. to do comedy.
0: You mean like that Patton Oswalt bit where he talks about Dr Pepper?
1: Well, th- <laughs> there were there was this guy who would always show up, and he was homeless, and he would and the reason I know this because he would tell jokes about being homeless.
0: Oh yeah, really knows his audience. Like and, yeah,
1: and here's the thing. <laughs> He ne- like he would he would he would go off on these crazy tangents, right. and it was it didn't always make sense and. Yeah. I, I look at that and I'm like, I would rather watch that than watch some of these motherfuckers who will not just do the work, you fucking know? loot because man. this guy, this guy would come in off the street and he wouldn't do anything offensive.
0: <laughs> right. Which is definitely saying something because everyone is always just kind of like, well, I feel like they've earned the right to be offensive or something like that.
1: A homeless person has been through possibly one of the worst things you can go w- through in life. He would tell jokes about, like, a guy he knew who would, like, murder people Jesus. and wouldn't offend anyone. Everyone <laughs> would everyone would be uncomfortable because... There's definitely a difference. Maybe, like, <laughs> I do not associate with this kind of stuff at all. Right. I don't usually hang out with people who murder people. <laughs> not usually, but hey, here we but, are. But, like he was never like thrown around the n-word thrown around the right. an f-word and and it's 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 like this is it, he's doing purely stream of consciousness stuff oh yeah and he has the and i have no doubt in my mind that some of them actually did well yeah and he's classy enough to not throw out all these offensive words would
0: you go so far as to say edgelords less classy than homeless people
1: Uh, Well, I think there's a lot of people that are less classy than homeless people. I've met some (laughs) real classy homeless people. That is
0: fair. Have you met Pee Wee? No. He is a downtown Tulsa legend of homelessness because he's a piece of human garbage. Oh, my gosh. He is. He's stolen so many people's things. Like he gets caught stealing and just goes, what? I didn't know about it. Like and then just moves on. But here's the thing. He also has a place to live. What? Yeah. So apparently, this has all been told to me. Obviously, you can't check with Pee Wee because he's out of his fucking mind. But what was told to me was he was actually an Olympic athlete going oh, okay. to be in the Olympics. So he's in the, I guess, dorms or whatever that they have for the athletes. And one of the other athletes had snuck in a sheet of acid.
1: Oh, my God. To which
0: they dared Pee Wee to lick said sheet of acid. And here we are today, something like twenty years later, oh and he's God. living on the streets. But he has a place to live because apparently his family pays the rent on this like small apartment for him to go back to. Right. But he has no job, so he spends all of his day going, you know, bar to bar, essentially downtown, just asking for sodas and spare change and cigarettes. It's it's what a life. And I still think Pee Wee is classier, classier than any edge lord that I've yeah. ever fucking seen. I'm, I'm just like we were just talking about I'm pretty fucking tired of them not doing the work and then being like ah you're just offended yeah I'm offended by your fucking laziness yeah like the the audacity of like seeing people do stand up comedy and then be like I can do that and that's what you came up with <laughs> yeah like no one's ever tried that before you fucking idiot like <laughs> if
1: you're gonna be even
0: remotely offensive
1: do it danger five style D- uh, bend over backwards to do something that is touching, offensive, but not quite. But so
0: ridiculous that yeah. it's like, wait, did that seriously offend you? Come yeah. on. yeah But I, I don't know. We can go on that topic all fucking day. Yeah. I feel like we really could oh, because seri- there's I can there's better people the than, than me to like talk about in it. your eyes because you're thinking of them. There's like <laughs> there's
1: better people than me to talk about it because I've had conversations with comics where that that about people that just are so lazy and don't think about how there. there are comics who will like put together shows where mm-hmm. they're like i just want all the offensive people yeah these people all these lords, come oh, and yeah. do
0: my show well and the worst part is it's exactly what we're talking about because in october i'm on uh, the altercation fest Something that's, you know, it started by J.T. Habersat, super funny comedian, is on tour with Eddie Pepitone. Okay. And so, really funny guy and everything like that. Well, he started the altercation fest. Well, people seem to get the wrong idea of what he meant by that. You know what I mean? It's like punk rock comedy. Like, it's, it's right, edgy, yeah. it's in your face, but it's not edge lord shit, you know? Right, You're not yeah. just getting up there and like, break, 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 good night! You know what I mean? Like, that's
1: not what he's after. That's the worst song I've ever heard. That's it. <laughs>
0: He's that guy, but like JT's style rubs like the norm the wrong Mm. way, but isn't wildly offensive just for the sake of being offensive. Mm. He does the work. You know what I mean? Like exactly what we're talking about. That's right. He has an entire festival dedicated to exactly what we're talking about that. It's like, I'm sorry. If you came here uh, expecting just over the top offensive shit,
1: go fuck yourself. Yeah,
0: but Danger 5. So <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> but I, I know your answer wholeheartedly, but I still have to ask. Bingeable? Danger 5 is oh, definitely bingeable? Oh
1: yeah. It's it's a good binge because it's each episode's about like 25 28 minutes. Okay. Long. So you could probably do the whole season in like 2 days.
0: Fantastic. And uh, like and you said it, it kind of go it's episodic but not Oh, you could watch like,
1: them. You could watch them all out of order, except maybe like the last one. The last one is the last episode because right. they do kill Hitler in the last episode of right. the season, <laughs> which is crazy because then he comes back for season two. Of course, yeah. Of, we'll repeat. You know, repeat performance
0: have to. Yeah. Uh, how high would you say you need to be in order oh, to watch this God, show? You
1: could any level. You could watch this sober, <laughs> and you could watch this high, and you'd probably have similar experiences. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I, I would also say that if you like this, I would also recommend the movie Top Secret by the Zucker okay. Brothers, which is Val Kilmer's first movie and is a parody movie in which it's a parody World War II movie. Oh, wow. And it's it's similar style. Yeah. It's very funny. That's it's, awesome. It was made in like the late 70s, you know? And, it,
0: and once again, it's called? It's called Top Secret. Top Secret. All right. You heard it here first. Well, probably not first. Made in <laughs> but. Go watch that fucking movie. But, uh, hey, Quinn, did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. Fuck yeah, dude. We talked about Edgelords. We talked about some other stuff yeah. that I can't remember because I smoked before we got here. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, just going ahead and uh, we're going to kind of wrap this up a little bit just because, you know, we've already done a couple of weeks where the episodes are a bit long and, you know, we're trying to make sure that we don't lose our audience. Oh, yeah. I say we a lot. For, and for a guy that's running this <laughs> entire podcast, I say we a lot. But uh, well,
1: it helps that. And I've, I feel the same way because I say this, too. I say we a lot because we're very much supported by Sounds Oh, absolutely. And everyone who's involved in Sounds is this very... This has honestly
0: been like, even from the get-go of, hey, I have this idea for a podcast. Even from the word go, Sounds has been like, we got you. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. For those of you out there who's like, well, I have an idea. <laughs> Yeah. No, we don't, no, we're, we're don't do we're we're good, we're good. Yeah, we're full. Okay, we've already got one. That's a little if, if, if you <laughs> can bring
1: us a pilot episode that we can listen to. Yeah, yeah maybe. And if but... you're sitting
0: there being like, "Well, I don't have any recording equipment, and no one will let me do it," I believe you just answered your own fucking yeah. question. Okay, but uh, as always, if you have anything that you want to say about the podcast or anything like that, or to us, you know what I mean. Uh, again, us, it's mostly me that reads it. It's uh <laughs> binge podcast nine one eight at gmail dot com. Um, If you don't like the show, as always, go fuck yourself. (laughs) And uh, hey, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Have a great day, fuckers.